Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's good, family? Jalen here. I have some great news to share with you. We have recently launched BWR Academy, the number one online school and community focused on teaching personal finance and wealth building principles. By becoming a member, you will gain access to premium financial education covering the topics of credit and financing, debt repayment strategies, retirement planning. That's right, we're going over 401ks, IRAs, and everything in between. Life insurance, we'll be having weekly budgeting and accountability calls, and so much more. You will also gain access to a powerful network. For years, we have been preaching, your network is your net worth. So here's your chance to increase your social capital. We'll be having many of our previous podcast guests coming back to teach exclusive classes that can only be found through BWR Academy. We have also partnered with Capital, a premier financial app that will allow you to participate in our quarterly savings challenge. We have a goal of helping a thousand families save $1 million collectively. We'll make sure that you are not a part of the 74% that cannot afford a thousand dollar emergency. So if this sounds like the type of environment you would like to be a part of, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the show notes. Make sure you sign up now because spots are extremely limited. See you in the academy. What's up, y'all? It's your boy David with Blackwell Renaissance, and I'm here today to tell you guys about Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the best place to make a podcast. Anchor is a free app that has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone. Anchor also distributes your podcast across all major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. You can also make money on your podcast with Anchor with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're looking to get started on your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Do you know the rules of the game? Yeah. Do you know the rules of the game? I don't care what color. Can you make me a hundred million? Let's talk money. Let's talk. Can you make me that? If you can't make me that, I got money on my mind. I'm just trying to get some dough. I ain't picking up my lot unless it's money on the phone. Gotta get it on the daily. All I want is dubs. You know what I'm on. I've been chasing after paper. All I know is broad money marathon. Do five years of this and be a millionaire and go on, do what I want to do, have kids, go live my chip and joy in the games life out here in Texas or struggle for next year. The choice is yours. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Black Wealth Renaissance Podcast. Our goal of this podcast is to normalize black wealth and share helpful, 
resources and tips we believe will be useful in attaining and maintaining generational wealth. Please feel free to rate and comment on our podcast. We would love to hear all feedback you have. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of the Black Welfare and the Sons podcast. Your boy David Bellard, along with my co-host Jalen Clark, checking in. Jalen, how you doing, bro? What's good, y'all? It's your boy Jalen, man. I'm feeling good. I'm very comfortable. Man. I feel moisturized. I got yeah. goat milk cream on my yeah. hand. Like, yeah, man, we in one of the most pressure locations yeah, I've ever like, been to, man. I'm feeling great. Yeah, this is this is us up. As y'all can see, once again, y'all, we got another special guest on the podcast today. Well, we are at this lavish, her lavish studio. Let me call. It, let me say it correctly. The lady to my right, right here, she is a brand consultant and mm-hmm. like. Top tier graphic designer working out with billion dollar corporations, million mm-hmm. dollar brands, top companies. That she actually killing the game. She yeah. has one of the most exclusive co working spaces in Dallas. It got the Louisiana theme. Y'all know we from the boots. So yeah, so you got to represent. We got mad love for it. Miss Simone Key. Simone, how you doing? Good. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, thank, uh, thank you, you so for much coming for, on. Yeah, coming on. We appreciate it. We want to say thank you for coming on to the show. Well, thank you for allowing us to pull up to your studio. And interview you once again. I definitely do love this place. I love your attention to detail with this place. I was even checking out like the wallpaper. You had the triangles and pyramids oh, yeah, matching. I, I was like, it look. Be, I said that it is kind of messed up, but <laughs> <laughs> but now it still look good though. Like the attention to detail is really nice. So I, mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. Yes. Yeah, so Simone, we want to just get started, right? Like how we always do. So we want to ask you. How'd you get your start in this world of design as this creative preneur, as you can describe yourself? So I got started. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went to the Art Institute of Dallas. I got my bachelor's degree in graphic design. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went there full time, went there for about three years. I finished in three years instead of four for my full time. I also went into an advertising agency for about three and a half years. So I went to three different advertising agencies, the top agencies in Dallas. Working on like AT&T and Udi's and USA, Chevrolet. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I got my start. Just like learning the ins and outs of branding a corporation such as, like I said, Chevy and Udi's and all that. And then I got fired. <laughs> I'm really transparent about that because people think that you just like have this business and everything is just like just perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not like if people see me now, they wouldn't expect that I got fired. I'm a real big believer in God, um, my faith. (laughs) And so I actually prayed to God that morning and asked him, like, what do you want me to do next? Since I was 16, I always wanted to have my own business. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to learn the ins and outs. And so, like I said, I prayed to God that morning, told him, like, what do you want me to do? And then that (laughs) when I walked in, I told the only black girl that was in there, it's only a couple of us in advertising agency. I told her that I feel like I'm about to get fired. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, like, that's exactly what you mean. And she was like, girl, Oh, God, nah. I spoke to you. He let you know. Yeah. Right? Get ready. Yeah, she was like, girl, nah, what you talking about? And so 2 o'clock that evening, I get an email from my supervisor telling me that he wanted to speak to me. So I went into his office. We walked down this hallway and went into a room. And he basically was like, well, you know, you see who's in this room right now, then you already know what's about to happen. And I was like, I was thinking in my head, no, I don't, I don't know who this is. <laughs> yeah, who is this? <laughs> and she was like, I'm HR and you're about to be terminated. 
Damn. And I was like, for what? Is there a reason why? Do y'all at least, like, if I was doing a horrible job, do y'all at least demote somebody? Because I was an art director at the time. And they was like, no, we don't do demoting. And didn't really have a really good excuse of why they were firing me. And so I was okay. Well, that's just God just pushing me out there. I was 24 years old, just started my business. So the next day, I looked up how to start a business like LLC, applied for that. I bought a monitor with the little money that I had that I saved up. And yeah, I just, ever since I just started working on my business, I would say that during that time, everything was basically in God's plan because once I got fired, like I said, I got my LLC, mm-hmm. I bought a monitor computer, and then I had to actually move into my mom's house. I saved up money for my business, but I didn't want to use my business money. So I actually moved into my mom's house. My lease ended right at the same time my mom's house finished, completed. She was getting her house built. So it just all lined up. And then I went back to school and received my web design certificate because a lot of people feel like web design and graphic design was the same. Like mm-hmm. every time someone would come to me for graphic design, they was like, Are, do you build websites? And I'm like, no. Like, I don't know why people think that graphic designers build websites. I guess because maybe because graphic designers like you know they make everything look yeah cool, a lot so of people think because it's in website. the digital yeah. digital realm uh, okay. that oh this is they probably do that as well okay but, so yeah. yeah that's so I just went back to school so I can mm-hmm. have different services for my clients because I like I said I always knew that I wanted to start my own agency it's just I just knew I had to learn the ins and outs and I think I told y'all before but when I was 16 years old my dad told me that don't let anybody tell you how much you're worth an hour. And so that really mm-hmm. stuck with me. And that's when I wanted to become an entrepreneur because I seen how, how much freedom he had and just that advice that he gave me. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to start my own business. I just need to learn what it takes to start a business, mm-hmm. what the ins and outs, how to speak to a client, send invoices, estimates, et cetera. So, mm-hmm. so five and a half years later, I got my own business. <laughs> like you said, I've been working with Amazon. Sally Beauty, the city of Dallas, Capital One, Boys and Girls Club. Pressure. <laughs> and I knew I was going in the right direction because that all happened within the first year. Mm-hmm. I got the Sally Beauty contract. I worked with the city of Dallas, Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I can do this. Like, I'm making way more than my, what was I making at the time? 45000 <laughs> When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. So, yeah. Giving mm. all your time and efforts to them, and now can't they, can't let yeah. them determine your work with an hourly rate. I love yeah, it exactly. <laughs> so that's a beautiful story. I got so much. I really mm, want yeah, to get I, I want to get into a few things. It's, it's like, no, no, no. It's it's good because like I feel like everybody they need to get the whole story. Like they get the perspective. But I want to go back to the beginning in there. Whenever you're talking about getting those jobs right out of school, right? So like designers, I know a lot of designers, and they kind of like they get caught in the trap of like you know doing like the freelancer type thing where they're just working for themselves and doing like the one-offs. How did you like navigate that space? Like how did you position yourself to get these positions with these corporations? Cause like I see too many designers, they go the freelancer route versus going like the corporate route. Yeah. So I was a freelancer at mm-hmm. the time. 
It's just the way I built my portfolio on like my website portfolio. It looked like a whole agency, which I was straight up about it. Like I'm the only one doing this, like designer Mm -hmm. on the team. But they saw my work. They saw my background, you know, who I worked for, who I worked with. They just was like, man, it seemed like you've been in business for like 10 years and it was only my first year in business. So they trusted me with their brand. Mm -hmm. Like I said, the city of Dallas, Sally Beauty, they just, like I said, they saw who I've worked with, my work. So the advice that I would give people is just when you are on the internet, doing social media, websites, anything like that, it needs to look professional as Mm -hmm. possible. Have your resume up there, have a professional headshot. Have .com and not .wix or .squarespace. Like, it needs to be consistent. It needs to be professional. Yeah. So that would be my main key asset. That's the reason why I was able to work with those corporate clients, Mm. like, that first year. So after you, kind of before that, like, whenever you decided to go back to school and get the web design, you know, you talked about those two being different. Can you tell us what, what are the differences with that and how was getting your web design certificate advantageous for you? So, okay, so graphic design deals with the overall branding of your business. So mm-hmm. what I mean by branding, because some people don't even know what branding means. I have to, my lingo. Yeah, yeah, um, like yeah. Break, it, break it all the way yeah. down for <laughs> Make it plain. So <laughs> graphic designers, they build your brand. So anything, like I was saying earlier, like the smell, taste, touch in here, mm-hmm. um, you have to think about, the first impression. So what is your your business identity? So the actual logo. So that's what graphic designers design, like the actual symbol, the actual name of your business. We design that. And then we go a little further. Say, for instance, you need stationary pieces. So stationary pieces is business cards, mm-hmm. letterheads, flyers, things of that nature to advertise your business. So that's what graphic designers do. We help you advertise your business. We help you with your identity. We help you even with your brand voice, do you want to be flirty? Do you want to be more corporate? Do you want to be grungy or, I don't know, whatever the case may be, we help you build your brand. And one of the key notes that I usually tell people is to create a style guide. Ask your graphic designer to create a style guide. So the style guide, it entails your overall identity. Mm -hmm. So the colors that you use, the specific colors that you use, the fonts that you use, the voice that you use, the drawings or icons that you use, You have to be consistent, kind of like McDonald's Mm -hmm. or Louis Vuitton or Gucci or whatever the case may be. They keep consistent with the same exact colors, the Mm -hmm. font, so you know that's Gucci. No matter where you're at in the world, you know that's their brand. Exactly, exactly. So that's what graphic designers are. We basically build your brand. Anything like we do billboards, magazines, anything to advertise your brand, we design it. And then web designers, we... It's more so of like actually building the website. Mm -hmm. So there's a back end and a front end of the website. So web designers, they build the front end. So what you see overall, how it looks and feels. So it's similar to graphic design, but not really. It's on the web. Mm -hmm. And then web developers, they actually build it with coding. And I know coding as well. That's Mm -hmm. why I went to school for it. So I know HTML and CSS. There's like PHP and JavaScript. I might be like talking like crazy, but yeah, there's a lot of coding that goes in it. So like I said, I know HTML and CSS, so I know the front end and a little bit of the back end building websites. So that's what we do here. And we just started doing app design and development here as well. Pressure. Full service. (laughs) Yeah, we try to do that, be that full service. So anything that you need for your business, that's what we do here. So, and we have photography in the back and the podcast booth. Yeah, we got it all. 
<laughs> so with the web development, do y'all also do like the SEO search engine optimization? Mm-hmm. Yep. So do you think that kind of helped you attract some of those larger oh. clients as well? So, okay. Like I said, I'm a big believer. I'm mm-hmm. a faith believer. So most of my clients I got from word of mouth. Once you do great work, which y'all probably already know, once you do great work, that's the best referral. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the best marketing. Yeah, case. exactly. And so a lot of people think I'm lying when they be like, how did you get all these clients? I'm like, really? It's because of God and like because of my work. Like there's nothing really to it. I literally just started marketing my business probably last year. And that's due to the co-working. I'm trying to figure it out, like market, mm-hmm. like I don't know what I'm doing in this space because this is something new to me. But overall, it's word of mouth, just connections. Like I got Sally Beauty due to someone that I used to go to school with. Mm-hmm. And she started working at Sally Beauty. And yeah, she just told him about me, showed him my portfolio. Work, yeah. yeah, showed him my portfolio. And that, that was it. Most of my clients came from word of mouth. Mm. Even Amazon? But- now that's crazy. That's the story to tell. I've got to get into the Amazon. <laughs> yeah, everyone wants to ask me, like, how did you get Amazon? I was surprised. So I would say that it was dealing with SEO on that. Okay. I felt, yeah, because I'm actually on the first page on, if you look up freelance graphic designers in Dallas, Texas, I'm actually on the first page. And how I did that is just plugging it in in the back end where it says, like, graphic designer in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And so I've had that up for. Since I graduated. And so I'm on the number one page in Google. But so. That's a big flex. Amazon, I just want y'all to know that. That's, that's a, a big flex. flex. You know, yeah, yeah, no, it's crazy how Amazon just. She said she don't remember what she typed in, but it had to be graphic designer in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And maybe be like, I don't know. <laughs> but she reached out to me through my contact form. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought it was spam. Because I was like, ain't no way Amazon is contacting me through my Gmail account, honestly. I was like, nah. So she was just saying, hey, I want to set up a call. I have a large project, internal project that I would love for you to work on. And so at the time, I had my business. We, with Amazon, I think they contacted me in 2019. So I already had my business going Mm -hmm. for, what, four years already? Three or four years? And I just kept my main website, my personal website, just stating that it was like a freelance graphic designer because I'm still on the first page. So that's how I got more business through my personal website. But I would direct them to my business mm. website and be like, hey, this is actually a whole business. So, yeah, she reached out to me. We just got on the phone. She told me what type of project she wanted. And we've been working ever since. So, mm. yeah, that was a blessing. That was that's, a real that's blessing. dope. And I kind of wanted to get into that with you. Like I, you kind of the workflow of like a project with graphic design, right? Because I feel like a lot of times people, they put unrealistic expectations on designers and they don't really know like how to communicate. Just make it with cute. Yeah, they don't yeah. want it to pop yeah, out. Yeah, like yeah. They don't know how to communicate with y'all. Mm-hmm. So can you like get into some of the ways that like you kind of bring on clients and how to avoid that as a designer, like getting caught up with those people that saying stuff like Jalen just said, like, just make it cuter. Like, yeah. what does that mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or make it pop or um, can I get a little glitter on that? No. Um, so I have a sheet where it's a questionnaire. Mm-hmm. So I can really take a deep dive with the client and figure out what they're thinking. Because making it pop or, you know, putting glitter on or whatever, I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, I have like a, maybe it's like 10 to 15 series of questions. And it really takes a deep dive during the consultation, like, what colors do you like? When the person interacts with your brand, how do you want them to feel? 
So questions like that, and mm-hmm. it, it gives me a better insight of what they're thinking. And then also, I ask them to send over inspirational logos. Mm-hmm. So it's sample logos that gives me a better idea, because I could be thinking one way as a designer, and then the other one, you know, they could be thinking something else. And so, yeah, that's really how I figure out what they really want. Nah, and that's smart, because a lot of times with us, we've worked with a few graphic designers, mm-hmm. and a lot of times they don't have those type of systems in place. Mm-hmm. But then I also have friends that are a lot of graphic designers, and I hear about how they're frustrated with, oh, she wants me to do this, but this sounds stupid. Like, I don't even yeah. understand. Yeah. But I'm like, how are you communicating to them? Mm-hmm. How are you asking them to paint their picture to you? Mm-hmm. Because you got to understand you're the creative, and there might be a whole different type personality type. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to communicate it the best way that you can. You're just not asking them the right questions. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then I also started like a a 15 minute discovery call just to Mm -hmm. make sure that we're the right fit. Cause like I said, I have, yeah, I'll have people, like I said, with the glitter, I want glitter and like a whole face in my logo and stuff like that. It's Mm -hmm. just like, we have to kind of see who's the fit and who's not for us. Cause I mean, I know that back in the day I used to do like club flyers and stuff like that. And like now, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's like, not that's so not that's way. not that's not our type of work right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So like I said, I do a 15 minute discovery call, or one of my sales rep would do a 15 minute discovery call just to make sure, like I said, we're the right fit mm-hmm. for each other. Mm-hmm. So and I'm glad you mentioned that discovery call because like that was another piece I was going to ask you about being with the like in that design space, the brand consultant space. How do you like? I guess, separate yourself from those types of clients and those types of work. Because, like, you know, you, whenever you start now, you're just doing do whatever, whatever you can. Yep. So, like, how do you slowly but surely, like, phase your way away from this? Because, like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people, they get kind of, you know, hung up on that. Like, oh, damn, if I stop doing this, I'm going to stop having as much work. And mm-hmm. now I'm not going to make as much because I don't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I, so how, do I, how mm-hmm. do I handle that? So I started raising my prices <laughs> because the ones that – weren't my type of client Mm -hmm. they couldn't afford what type of services i offered so like i said once i seen that when i increased my prices i didn't get those like i would say like club flyers or glitter logos or something like that so i would recommend that um i know when when i started i was like i was the same way Mm -hmm. i don't know if i'm going to make enough money i have to take all the projects that i can but if you think about it if you take now I think about quantity over quality, if that makes sense. So if it's, I mean, it's self-explanatory, but ultimately you have to raise your prices and don't worry about how many projects that you can get. Because if you charge, I don't know, say usually charge 300 for a logo, but now you're charging, I don't know, a thousand for a logo. It kind of weighs it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You weed, mm-hmm. you weed out those people who just I'm looking sorry, y'all, like, that's like. <laughs> no, <it's> fine. <laughs> You weed out the people who just like are bargain shopping yeah. and now they're more exactly. so like there's people who are cost focused and then there's value focused. Mm-hmm. So now you're targeting mm-hmm. people who are more value focused versus mm-hmm. cost focused. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah, and I kind of want to go into what it did look like going from you being a one woman show into building an agency. Like what does that look like whenever you're actually creating a branding agency? Do you just offer more services or are you bringing more people on to help with you? I, I noticed you just said you have a sales rep. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that, that process look like? 
Yeah, so uh, once, like I said, once I started increasing my prices, I was able to, you know, save more and have a, a higher profit margin as mm-hmm. well. Um, and so I was able, I had the opportunity to start hiring on people. Uh, so I also started increasing my services. So like I said, we like, I, we just started doing app design and development, mm-hmm. trying that out. And that's a huge profit margin because we do the design in-house and then we send it over to the developers in India. So like, yeah, it's a really huge profit margin. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I would tell people is to, if you want to start hiring on people, I would increase your profit margin at least 30 to 40%. And then also um, start increasing like different services that you can offer. We started doing digital marketing this year as well. So we're helping people with social media marketing. We did the design portion, but I was like, mm-hmm. let's see if we can like push it a little further since COVID happened. A lot of people have been calling us or reaching out to see like, what can we do online to market our business? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just throw it in there and see, <laughs> throw that service on our <laughs> portfolio and see if it sticks or not. Mm-hmm. And we've been having a lot of people reaching out to us. Like I said, due to COVID, they're just like, okay, I need help with mm-hmm. my business. What can I do on social media? What can I do? Because you can't do a lot in person yeah. of marketing. So. Yeah, this is trial and error, honestly. So I just started adding services. If I have to take some off, I will. We started doing photography last year. We have an in-house photographer, but she also do like project managing for us. So, And I'm glad you brought up doing the digital marketing because, you know, we're using words like marketing, advertising, and branding. A lot of times people use those words as though they're interchangeable, mm. but they all actually have different meanings and they all actually do different things. So can you kind of go into like, what is the difference between those three advertising, marketing and branding? Well, you kind of already explained the branding. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so I'm not a huge market expert. That's why I hire people for that. (laughs) Um, I'm like 70. (laughs) You went to school for it, right? Yeah. So I would say marketing is more so like getting your business out there. Mm -hmm. It can be on digital platforms. But really tapping into your target audience and seeing what they want in return. And then you really learn the psychology and like create personas and focus groups and figure out what can you do to actually get into the minds of your target audience and market to them. So being able to sell to them. Mm. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And then I feel like advertising is similar. But it's more so of uh, prank collaterals and like commercials and web banners and things of that nature. Just using what you've gathered from like your focus groups and marketing materials and just transfer it into a different medium. Mm -hmm. Like I said, like a commercial or a print magazine. So, yeah, that's pretty much Mm -hmm. the gist of it. (laughs) No, yeah, you broke it. You broke it down really well. So. Definitely appreciate it. I really want to get into, because you mentioned hiring a photographer and everything. I want to get into the CK Creative Desk. Mm-hmm. So I know you mentioned, what year did you launch CK Creative Desk? 2019? Last year during COVID. Last year but during we, COVID. It was not, yeah, we had to close <laughs> it right down. So. Ooh, that's a, I bet that was a journey. Challenge, in itself. Yeah, yeah. Challenging. Yeah. So yeah. as we mentioned to y'all already, like we are in this amazing yeah co-working space like it's yeah i want to show y'all of this like, uh, yeah check out the b-roll <laughs> you know, y'all check, yeah because it's pressure but like okay so can we get into that like what led you into the creative desk co-working space like so i wanted to create a space for us i feel like 
a lot of creatives don't know one another. And I feel like this could be the creative hub. Like we can use each other. Usually when I'm working on a project, mm -hmm. if I'm doing the graphic design or my team is doing graphic design or web design, we need a videographer for that particular project or a photographer or a motion graphic artist. And so I wanted to create this space where if you become a member, you'll be the first person that I reach out to when I need a motion graphic artist or a photographer or something like that. And so it's just building this community and collaborating with one another mm -hmm. where it's similar to a large agency, but we're like a small hub that's acting like mm -hmm. a larger agency. I like that. Like you creating a community of people who mm -hmm. can work together. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody kind of adds their own thing. Y'all Voltron, y'all like Voltron in a, uh, a agency. Yep. And but, that too. And I just wanted them to still have their freedom, like mm -hmm. creative entrepreneurs. And I felt like, especially us as black creatives, we don't have that opportunity, like working with Amazon or working with Sally Beauty or whatever, you know, large corporations. So since I already got my feet in the door, I wanted to help other creative entrepreneurs that are maybe been in business for a year or two that could come in the space and I'm like, okay, I'm giving you this handout where, not handout, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm giving you this opportunity where you can work on these certain projects to build your portfolio so one day you can have a space like mine and have people working underneath you. What's good, family? Jalen here. I have some great news to share with you. We have recently launched BWR Academy, the number one online school and community focused on teaching personal finance and wealth building principles. By becoming a member, you will gain access to premium financial education covering the topics of credit and financing, debt repayment strategies, retirement planning. That's right, we're going over 401ks, IRAs, and everything in between. Life insurance, we'll be having weekly budgeting and accountability calls, and so much more. You will also gain access to a powerful network. For years we have been preaching, your network is your net worth. So here's your chance to increase your social capital. We'll be having many of our previous podcast guests coming back to teach exclusive classes that can only be found through BWR Academy. We have also partnered with Capital, a premier financial app that will allow you to participate in our quarterly savings challenge. We have a goal of helping a thousand families save $1 million collectively. We'll make sure that you are not a part of the 74% that cannot afford a thousand dollar emergency. So if this sounds like the type of environment you would like to be a part of, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the show notes. Make sure you sign up now because spots are extremely limited. See you in the academy. So, yeah, mm. that's my overall idea. I like that. And I like how you're inviting them into the space and giving them that opportunity. And you're even coming from the mindset of abundance and like growth because you're like, I want you to get a space just like mine. Like, I don't care. This is not competition. Yep, like, exactly. get your own. So I love that that's the type of atmosphere that you're welcoming because there is a lot of people who like, oh, once you come in here, like, we about to do all of this. But like the way that I believe in the way that I think, Unless you have something like entrepreneurial or some type of endeavor, I don't want you working for me because I don't think you're going to be as mode, as driven mm -hmm. and have as much motivation because you just have that employee mindset. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that mirror, I don't know if y'all are going to show it in the B-roll, but that's what that mural is all about, what you're sitting in front of. Mm -hmm. I told the designer, she's a local designer named Desiree mm -hmm. Valencia, artist. 
It's called This For You. And I told her what this space is about and what I'm about is basically leaning on each other, collaborating, supporting one another. I'm telling people to leave your ego and competition at the door. Mm-hmm. And when you come in this space, we're we're going to, you know, act right. We're going to yeah, be family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what that space. So when she designed this, I just bought like it was just perfect. It's beautiful. It's everything that I want this to be. So. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That is beautiful. That's like, pressure, man. Like, <laughs> just looking at it like. Now you get the meaning yeah, behind it. it, I, I, it goes I was so like, much harder. I was wondering what it meant. Like, I was mm-hmm. thinking of like a lean on me type of thing. Yeah, but I was basically, like, yeah. I was like, yeah. And then one of the things, I usually don't tell everybody. I'm going to just let my secret out of the bag. <laughs> So after she got done designing it, she was like, the person in the front is me. As you can see, like her eyes is open. And like, so she's leading everyone mm. to the whole entire vision. That's hard. <laughs> yeah. I love that's it. hard. Yeah. Hey, that is, hey, man, that's, <laughs> I like, it. I love it because that's like so much about what we, what we try to get across with Black Wealth Renaissance. Like, it doesn't have to be a competition. I feel mm-hmm. like that's one of the things that was ingrained in us, like from young, like even in school, you know, yeah. like this real individualistic, like, oh, it's me against you or like, but it doesn't have to be that. Whenever we make that change, we flip that switch. That's whenever you can really yeah. see greatness happen. Like what y'all got going on here? I love it. Hell yeah. I love it too, man. <laughs> Thank you. See, man. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm, I'm just taking back. I know. Right I see that. You're like, like it all. Yeah. <laughs> But I like the meaning and the purpose behind it because, like, it really does feel, like, divine. Like you said, like, God put all of this together. Like, the way it just all just comes together, like, mm-hmm. it's really, really dope. And I kind of want to talk to you whenever you say, you know, you opened up your business, then you had to shut it right back down. So what was that like getting over that hurdle of COVID? How did you mentally, like, take on that challenge? Mentally, so I would say, like I said, I'm a big Facebook. I'm keep throwing it at, but that's what helped me together mm-hmm. in this space. Because when I first initially got this space in February or bought this space, what February 28th, and then what March, that's when COVID happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, God did not tell me to get this space, and then like it completely, I can't have it anymore. Shut down, and like I have to move out. I was like, that's not the reason why. It's, it's, (laughs) sorry, I'm getting all choked up now, but I just knew that this was divine and this was by God just overall. And so just praying about it and fasting Mm -hmm. before I even entered this space, because I was like, he was telling me to get it, but I was like. You was kind of nervous. Yeah, I was nervous because I was looking at my bank account and I was like, (laughs) this ain't it. Like, I I don't know. The way my bank account is set up, I, I don't know. But like I said, I prayed and fasted and he kept saying, I kept See in the scripture, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. The mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I kept getting, like, mm. seeing that and hearing that. Like I said, I was doing devotions, and I kept hearing that and hearing it through music. And I was like, okay, then I'm actually going in the right path. And every person that walks in here, that's what they say. Like, mm. I've never seen anything like this. I've never heard about anything like this and so i was like this is god Mm. so that's what helped me through this whole COVID situation because i was like there's a purpose for this place and like i said when people walk in i've seen people tear up 
And I've seen people have, like, there's like, oh my gosh, I have goosebumps. And they're just like, I've never seen anything like this. And it's beautiful. And it's owned by a powerful black woman. Like, you walk in, and then this other girl was like, it feels like a bowl of gumbo. It's so comforting. So just hearing that, I was like, we needed this. Like, we really need, so, yeah. That's what motivates me to keep going, Mm. honestly. And I'm glad you speak on that piece with faith, because I feel like that's something that, as entrepreneurs, like, we we look over. Yeah, like like some people look over it, but I think that's such a a key nah, part of it. It's a big like, part. You can't be a person who only relies on like reality if you're an entrepreneur. You gotta kind of have a vision outside of whatever is currently going on, whatever your current situation is. Because as you know, like you said, you're looking at your bank account. Like as an entrepreneur, ain't no checks guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You gotta go make that. So. You might be here one day. Next day, you might be here. Yep. But you just got to continue to have that vision and keep working. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you had any other questions, Jalen? I think we covered everything I pretty much wanted to cover. Sure. So, we can move on into the last section of the podcast called What's on Your Timeline? So, it's pretty much anything that you saw that was funny, impactful, silly, like anything. So, mm-hmm. what's something that you saw on your timeline that you would like to speak about? Uh, I mean, the only thing I could think of is the Derrick Jackson thing because hey, talk I mean, about it. it's on my Facebook page, my Instagram, Twitter, everything. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, y'all already know what yeah. happened. Hey, I ain't gonna I lie, mean, I, I, I saw something it. else last night. The guy did a review video to his own oh, did video. Yeah, he's a lunatic, oh, man. A freaking lunatic. <laughs> and he was he was doing it from like a third person, yeah. like, like it wasn't him. <laughs> yes. Like, was he on the video or something? Yes. Oh, that nigga tripping. And then he has on the caption, I started three minutes. Like, he usually do. Like, he'll show the video, and then he'll be like, I'm starting to talk on three minutes. So after three minutes, he's, like, giving his advice on his video. Like, it's... He's a freaking like, wacko. I, I, don't, I don't get it, but I know one thing. It just make it... Y'all pay attention to who y'all paying attention to on social media. That's all it made me think about, like... This dude doing all this, like, it's crazy because we was just, like, we were telling you before we were talking about this with Ashley Ann, like, even though this is bad publicity for him, he's it's, still turning this into something. I bet he still sold some books yesterday. I was just about to say that. <laughs> I he bet he still, still sold some books yesterday because everybody, who's this Derek Jackson cat? Oh, let me buy his book and see what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like, Or you just type his name in Google and now a book pops up and, oh, okay, let me buy it. Mm-hmm. And I was reading the comments in Shade Room. Um, yeah, I'm a Shade Room <laughs> follower. Most people, well, not most, but some people were like, oh, I never even heard of him. I'm going to go follow him. Like, yeah, they care. Like, yeah. Mm. That's how it goes. Like, the internet has such a short attention span. Mm. Like, seven days from now, nobody's going to be talking about this. No. Not at all. <laughs> like, He's riding on that. He's riding on all this publicity. And it's a shame because I really feel bad for the wife. Just seeing her, like, yeah. the, her expression and... She didn't look too happy. No. She just was kind of like. Just there. <laughs> Tragic. <laughs> well, Simone, we definitely want to say thank you for once again allowing us in your space, allowing us to come in, interview you. We appreciate you for your expertise, explaining everything that you did. Please let the people know where they can follow you, keep up with you. How let them know that, yeah, they how can they come member? over here? Everything. Yeah, so... For our branding agency, our website is ckcreativestudio.com. So if you want to look at our projects and case studies and learn more about the branding agency, you can go there. CK Creative Desk is our co-working. So you can 
learn more about that, like the shared office space. If you want to rent our whole entire space, the podcast um, booth, our meeting room that's called the Bayou Conference Room, or even the photography area, you can rent it on there on CK Creative Desk. You can follow us on Simonkey Creative Studio or Simonkey Creative on Instagram, CK Creative Desk on Instagram. And we have a YouTube channel as well. We have a YouTube channel called, it's Simonkey Creative Studio, but Make we also have, huh? Make it simple for them. Keep yeah, yeah, and then we, we also have a podcast too. It's called Black Creative Table. So I teach them the successes, the failures, the projects that I worked on. So that's on the YouTube channel as well. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. We're on Facebook too, Simonkey Creative. So yeah, we try to keep it simple and consistent. Hey, I like it. It's all about like that consistency. Yeah. You're a brand consultant for mm-hmm. a reason. You make it easy for them to find you and people going to know this CK. I love it. But Simone, I want to say thank you again. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to hop into a couple of house clean items before we wrap this thing up. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Black Girl Renaissance podcast week in and week out. Make sure that you leave those five-star rating and reviews for us. We really love whenever y'all go ahead and share it. We really trying to continue to grow the show. So if you found this valuable, if you know somebody that could benefit from this, please share it with them. Jalen, what you got? Yeah, you know, you were just talking about those rating and reviews. So I will read our latest review from Ant, formerly known as Rockstar. They are changing the future. I've had the pleasure of knowing these guys and the gems they drop are priceless. Thank you all. So appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you. And definitely y'all sign up for our Patreon. If you would like to hear ad free versions of our podcast, if you would like to see some behind the scenes content, if you'd also like to get some of these episodes earlier than everyone else, make sure you sign up for our Patreon where you'll be able to access all of this great things. You'll be able to get exclusive content before it comes out so not just podcast episode you also be able to get exclusive coupons and things to our online store make sure you sign up for our patreon yeah and on that note y'all this is black wolf renaissance signing out peace peace i got money on my mind i'm just trying to get some dough i ain't picking up my lot unless it's money on the phone gotta get it on the daily all i want is dubs you know what i'm on I've been chasing after paper, all I know is run money marathon. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba.